The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Welcome Taramina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Taramina, blogger of the Dragons Insider, blogger inside the OAA, and one of the hosts tweeting to me is on Oriental Television. I'd like to welcome those watching us on Oriental Television or hearing us on the local voice on SoundCloud. Yes. Got Ian here? I'm back again. Yes, you are. You, you've you been <laughs> back for a long time. I know. It, it's, I've been missing here and there every once in a while. A lot of a lot of stuff here at ONTV you got to share with some people. we got some a new playback system coming in, so I've Beautiful. been working on that nonstop, trying to update our website, spring sports, just craziness. The so, track guy are going to love this show this week. Oh, yes. Um, we got a couple big games here. we got a couple of breaking newses. Um, I want to go with our first breaking news. Um, this was released a couple weeks ago, but the Berkeley Bears football team has got new football uniforms. Yes, that is breaking news. Yes, that is. Knowing um, your affinity for the the style of jerseys and the of all the football team, I mean, you're you were an outspoken critic of some. Oh yeah. So and you think of oh, this yeah. new bat, and I'm responsible for one for one of the football team's football designs. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? That could be a bad thing. <laughs> but. The Berkeley Bears <laughs> released the new football uniforms. Um, saw the saw design on Twitter. Um, really love the um, really love. I like the design. I like the um. They're going back to the dark maroon uniform. Okay. I like I like the reds that they have. Um, the only thing that bothers me of that, and this is I know there's always something. <laughs> there's something that's gonna bother me, and there's that white helmet that it bothers me because well, traditional. Well. Berkeley used to have blue helmets. Wow. Now they're going. Now they went to white, and that bothers me. Um, but other than that, everything the the ensemble is pretty good. Well, I wish they could bring back the ba- old Bears head logo, but uh, they but they would have to deal with co- t- they would have to deal with copyright infringement. I know somebody from, I believe Montana State. I believe yeah. they have the same exact logo, so copyright infringement. Yeah, so that's I understand that's tough. That. Yeah. So they went with the B, you know. So I, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the breaking news. It's the other breaking news. Is a little bit. This more. one deserves another. This zap. one deserves another one, and it's that Rochester Adams. Of course, Adams. Um, I can confirm for this accurate source of mine here, um, who works, who's direct, who who has connections to the basketball program at Rochester Adams. They have a new basketball coach. Hey, his name is Nick Avola. Of course, he takes over the gig. Adam Adams. Of course, um, he was at Warren Woods Tower. Um, Ben. He was a formerly a teacher at Warren Woods Tower until he took the job at um at um a job in Rochester this year at the at Rochester High um and um and we know um and you know and I know he's been um I read an interesting article about Ebola I wrote, okay I read a really interesting article that it, he said that um he wanted to be close to his family that's why he left Warren Woods Tower where he coached led him to a district championship well. Um, led him to the district championship um in eighteen, and then the district final appearance um this year, but um, with the bola, I think you know for him, you know what I mean. To um, he wants to coach really close with his family. You know what I mean. He's got um wife and two kids at um, who he, I mean like um, and I think you know for him, you know he wanted to coach basketball but be close with his family, yeah. and I think you know this provides him an opportunity. You know. But if you're and he works at the district, he works correct? in the district. Yeah, he works in the district. The same thing as Brad Crichton when he worked in he works in the Rochester School District at Van Hughes. And but with Devola, he works at um, Rochester High School. Now he's going to take over at Rochester Adams. Now, when I look at this team, 
Adams has had a lot of turmoil this offseason. Yes. A lot of it, of course, starting with the Brad Crichton departure and the um, rumors going around about Gunnar Walters and um, the Emergians. Um, been hearing a lot of rumors. Um, don't know if they're true or not, but been hearing rumblings about the situation around Gunnar Walters and the situation around him. Jake and Ethan Emerzian, of course, they were their star-studded players this mm-hmm. year. Kind of this, like, a lot of turmoil behind the scenes. You know, you can have a great season, but when you have turmoil behind the scenes, it can really kill a team. Do we know if it's turmoil or if it's just, you know, family changes? Just well, like we see with some of the coaches uh, leaving for jobs. I think with Crichton or... leaving, he wants to focus on his family. Um, yeah. And I think that's why he left. Um but, as um, far as the players, it could be it could parental be things like, hey, got a new job and got a new house or something like it's that. It's possible. You know, it's but really But this is possible. where we also have to come into the the link rules and the transfer rules this and all that kind of stuff. This is where it gets really interesting because I think— This is the first year coming up. This is the first year. This is the first year. So you got to really keep an eye on it, Yeah. you know, where the new links rule is going to come into play. And right. um, But for Adams, everything is true. That's it's going to be really tough yeah. for Adams. It's going to be really, really tough because when I look at, and I'm looking at comparing this to Lake Orient High or Joel Schroeder, I think Schroeder's in a much better place. Mm-hmm. Whereas with Ebola, you don't know the status of Gunnar Walters. You don't know the status of the Immersians. If all three of them stay, they're going to be a good basketball team. Yes. But if they not, if they don't, you know, then everything, then you're going to basically rebuild from scratch. And let's not forget the Adams JV team last year, you know, you know, Brad Crichton had to coach their JV team as well. So it's oh. very, very, it was very, very tough on, on him to coach two teams. Yes, and it's not an easy thing to do when you. Wonder coach if that's going to be the case. Again. I don't think that will be. I think that um, I think no one um, Ebola. I think he'll get somebody in there coach that JV team and the freshman team. I yeah. mean, like, but if you don't have Walters and the Emersians, it's going to be. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a very tough task, and I think when I look at Adams this year, when I look at Adams heading into the um, winter months, I think that this is a middle of the pack team. Even yeah. though they got some talent coming in, they got some talent back returning in them. Um, Austin Yearsay, Peyton Prescott, and George Garage. but I just think that this is this is a really really interesting hire. But they do bring a guy who brings a ton of experience in. Well, yeah, and not only that, but ton of experience. But Lake Orion's new coach. A lot of experience. They've gotten district titles, right? So you're bringing guys in that are decorated, you know, into the red. Here well, but the here's the thing. I'm curious to see about this hire. I mean, with Schroeder, he knows the OA. Yes. With Ebola, I just don't know yeah. if he knows the landscape of the OA because when going from the Macomb Area Conference to the OAA, different. it's different because the OAA is a little bit more of a physical league than the – um. McComb area comps. I even said the same thing with Juan Rickman when he came from Ferndale. You know, how would the Detroit Public School League, you know, how would he bring his brand of system into Ferndale? And look how that worked out for them. But yeah, on the first year, you know, but I'm curious to see what this hire, how he's going to change the system over there at Adams. Um, how is he going to adapt, you know, to the OA life? And of mm-hmm. course, being in the white division, you're basically, it looks like, if everything is true over there, you're basically rebuilding that team from scratch. If that's the case. That's yeah. If that's yeah. the case. Yeah. All right. So but quality coaches, though. I mean, pedigrees and. Oh, yeah. You got quality coaches, quality yeah. pedigrees. And you know, when you get a quality coach, 
you have a little okay it's not a first timer not a no. you know just hey this is my first coaching gig right too big of a position and high profile school to have some right and adams is well prestige school too you yes. know they're one of the best academic schools they yeah have they a, just got some great accolades just uh one of the best in the nation they for are one preparing of the people or the students for uh college and beyond mm-hmm. congratulations and, to them yep and um you know, and then of course he's still we're keeping on the situation as mentioned over Abigail and Pontiac. Yeah, of course, still with waiting. Their job, still waiting there. <laughs> um, but um, let's go to now from basketball news. Let's go to track and field. Of course, we have a lot of track to cover. Yeah, um, league meets this league meets this upcoming weekend. Got regionals next weekend. I mean, yeah, like this is the buildup. This is the big buildup, right, Sam? I mean, this is the last uh, hurrah for a lot of these guys. They're going to start um, really making that push for the regional qualifiers. So. If you don't know, uh, regionals is it. If you want to qualify for states, you better do some. You have to do it at regionals. There's no other way to get into the state finals. Um, and this and is a debate topic. To, this, was, this is a debate topic you and me have I been, know, I have you're been complaining say. about for years. Is I know. Why in the world would why in the world would <laughs> you make these athletes just it's, one pure event? One. So, I know. And I don't understand that. And not only that, Sam. So. Swimming, you can if you qualify a, a certain standard, you're in. No right. matter what meet you're at. No matter what meet. Right. Why don't they do it for track and field? Track, there's here's what I'll say. I, I'm I'll play both sides of the fence. One, and I don't want to get off track because we, we got a lot to cover, but I, we got a lot of time left too. But um, there's so many students, athletes, student athletes competing in track and field. There's a ton of them. I mean, you've got teams of a hundred, whatever. So, and you have the elite runners, and you got the just sub-elite, and then you have the up-and-comers, we'll call them, I guess. If you might have a day, I've seen it before, and you've seen it too, where you might have a thrower that has never done anything crazy in their life, and all of a sudden, boom, they go off. They throw one standard that is just state meet qualifying standard or right on the number, whatever, and never do it again, but they're in, right? So I kind of get... Where you want, they want to make sure they kind of weed it out, make it difficult. But the problem I have, and we've talked about this, like you said, for years, you talk about it, is that on regional night, go back to two years ago at Lake Orion High School, at least for the region up here, Region 9, it was what, 36 degrees, sideways rain, just miserable conditions. And at regionals, the only way you qualify is you finish your event. First, second, or third, or if you make that qualifying standard. How many people made a qualifying standard that night, Sam? You were there. We televised it. Not, Not a, a whole heck of a lot. I mean, you, these uh, some of these elite runners that are on, at now at D1 programs did not make the standards because of the weather conditions. What happened? The, and Lake Orion, the same thing happened to Lake Orion. They had a fantastic 4 by 4 team at top one of the top ones in the state. They could have contended for a uh, state title, did not qualify because of, you know, they were third. But the following week at the counties, they put in the second fastest time in the state and would have competed with Oak Park, I think, who took the title that year. You know what I mean? So it's frustrating, and you see that we go, well, you know, it's the state. What are you going to do? I think when you look at it here, I think that the what state, do you do? I think MHA needs to, I think, you know, I do get it, but here's the deal. If you want to put just in the regional, 
I think you need to also do it in the Oakland County meet. You think so? County yes. meets? Here's why. County meets faster than the state meet. Yeah, here's why. <laughs> here's, here's why. Yeah. Because you're just giving them one chance. Yes. One chance. If you think about it, you put them in the county meet, you know, that's another golden opportunity to call for the state meet. I think that if that's a, that should be the perfect compromise because you think about it. If you struggle at regional and then, and then, and then, and then you get to county, you yeah. know what I mean? And you get to county and you, and you beat that mark, you should be going to states. Yes. The county mark to qualify for Oakland County championships is faster than regional qualifiers. It is. <laughs> and I'm saying to you, and I'm saying, and I'm saying, if I'm, the MHA, I would look at the county meet as well. I would seriously could be a qualifier. Seriously, as well. look at the Oakland County. Ser- no, seriously, look at your county qualification as a potential state qualifier yeah. because there's going to be athletes there that are going to be they're going to run those times in the county meet, and they should be there. Yeah, and we saw that last year. The Oakland County meet, the mile, unbelievable. Uh, three girls went under five minutes. Which unbelievable. And then at the state meet, I think of geez, the top six or top scores all went sub state qualifying times. And then they are all, you know, not all made states though. But I'm saying it's crazy. But I'm saying if the MHA yeah. should they should <laughs> they should put your county in your county yeah. meet as an indicator for states. And, because and here's the because Well, here's the question too. Are there county meets through all counties? Does you know what I mean? There should be. Uh, you, you Macomb has counties. one. I know. You know. Mac- I know that Macomb County has one. Yeah. We know Oakland County's got yeah, one. Yeah, it's huge. Um, I'm not sure about. Well, here's Lapeer. another. Here's another thing with my. Compl- I'm not going to change subjects here, but the the complaint with the regionals is that they're so unbalanced talent wise across the spectrum that you have kids here up in North Oakland County, Region 9, or I think it's 7 is the other side where you got the Seaholms um, and those other guys yeah, competing. I think it's Oak 7. Oak Park down there, Oak yeah. Park, right. So they're so fast up here. Then you have here. Troy and Troy at the Oakland County. Yes. So it's so fast up here that if you were to run, if you took, you know, we had the elite, you had the sub-elite, then you had the up-and-comers, you could throw up-and-comers down in, let's say, Macomb, uh, Girls Point District around there, and they would qualify for D1 states just because no one runs as fast but as these guys are up here. But then I think the MHA is going to have to really look, but it's look like, into it. I go, but you can't balance. I know you can't oh. balance regional, but it's just so funny. You got kids that go, well, I never qualified for state um, because I ran a I ran a 5'11". I go, when a 5'11 in a mile or a 4'30-something – would have won down in another region. You know, it's but just this is why crazy. I'm telling you, I think the county, <laughs> if you if you put the if you give the kids another opportunity, yeah. you know, the perfect opportunity to be your county meets. Yeah. I mean now you're right. You're right, Ian. Um there are other indications, you know what I mean, that the other counties they don't have this type of county meets. Like I'm saying yeah. I'm saying if I'm the MHA, if I'm I forgot the name of the um the new the director guy, yeah the new guy <laughs> at the MHA. Yeah. I know Tom Rashad, you know I know Tom Rashad, but if I'm the MHA, I seriously relook at the possibility of just having these kids qualify at just one at just the regional. There is 
you have the Oakland County meet as well. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I think that's another indicator where, and I think it would it would increase the competition. Now, people are going to say, well, it's not fair. My county doesn't have a, another county meet. That's probably what they're going to say about yeah. it. But, you know, I think well, the, your county meet has to be. Not that these, I don't want the, uh, I mean, regional meet is a state-run meet, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's run by the MHSAA. It's their thing, right? Correct. Um, in swimming, they've had last chance meets for decades where, hey, I didn't qualify yet, so the season's over, the conference seasons are over, the county meets are done. And you go, I still want one more chance. and they'll Okay, time out. Right? Time they out, get one more chance. Okay, time out, time out, time out. Um, they get more chances. I agree that, the, that I think track and field needs a last chance meet. I think they do. Because and they're almost call, when they're calling it regionals is your last chance meet. That's what they're calling <laughs> it. But I think there needs to be a last chance meet, and I'm saying that last chance meet for some has to be your county meet, your county meet, or some of them. If it's you know already I mean? in, if it's already established, there you go. Yeah, if it's already established, there you go. Yeah. But if it's um, but I agree with you. I uh, think it I just think, <laughs> I think track and field has to have a last chance meet yeah. at a chance to qualify for the state meet. I think that makes perfect sense. Yeah, because I don't see it as, like, if you, and the last couple of years, because of this discussion, I've been going to, you know, after the results of the state finals in track and field, looking at how many participants are in there. Of all the kids that are running, I mean, yes, you got to weed it down or you're going to be there forever. Right. I mean, track meets take a long time anyway. Right. Right? And they're not going to make this a two-day affair. No. So... Well, you could if you I mean, want to make but, if you could if you want to make it um you could if you want to include prelims and all but that. But how long would you, I know with prelim you just said it? How long would you sit there for a two hundred meter prelim that would have a hundred kids running? I, mean, I get it. You have to have them weeded down, to, but it's it's I don't know. It's frustrating as someone who's like, well, I can qualify any time if I'm in shape. I can do it. I can qualify in the first meet. I can qualify in the second, a last chance meet, track and field. You could have your best time and you go to run again, and it's. Like this spring, what are we gonna get? What are we gonna get? It's gonna get rain, and you know, and then oh, sorry, you I mean, don't, you're not gonna. Mother Nature sorry, might not. Don't favor. get to qualify. Right. You're done. Out. Chance and is done. That's what I. Anyway, and that's what um, <laughs> you know. But I'm just telling you my thoughts, my feelings. You know? No, yeah, we're on the same page, and it. But it's 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 just amazing how you know in basketball and all these other sports you have all these. You, I know you. It's one and done, and you still have to win. But you have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. And, but uh, here, but, yeah, I, I think you, you need. I think you need to have the county meet count as something, and then you need to have the um, and a last chance meet count as something. But I know a lot of states, you know, throughout. I mean, like, don't have these type of county meets. I mean, like, I would look at, of course, the um, if I had to do a state state qualified meet, I would consider the Oakland County meet one, yeah. the Mac, the Macomb Air, the Macomb County meet one. The Huron Daily Tribune meet up in up in the dumb <laughs> yeah. area that should be counted as one. Yeah. Um. I. Th- I mean. Or if you hit that standard, you're or if in. you hit that standard, you're in. That's what. That's what. Um. That's what you need to do. At, at all, you know, because it was heartbreaking. There was a runner, uh, Ruiz, uh, sophomore or freshman last year, uh, from Holly. Yeah. Out of nowhere, unbelievable. She ran the qualifying standard. In freezing snow and like the was it the uh, the Fenton nine ten mm-hmm. invitational right amazing great kid got uh, talked to my daughter and other kids from Lake Orion great kid 
Goes to the regionals, didn't have her best meet, didn't hit the number, finished uh, you know out of the running, and you're like, that is horrible. But what are you gonna do? Anyway, and you see a lot of these emotions with these kids. Well, they yeah, but all it's I know, and in this day, and I don't want people listening going, oh, in this day and age, everybody gets a medal, everybody gets a ribbon, everybody, no, yeah, who? No, I'm like no, these people, you know, you gotta earn it. These runners are earning it. I mean, they're they right there, it. and they've done it. You see, they <laughs> gotta earn it. You gotta earn your. You gotta earn it. You yeah. know what I mean? You yeah. gotta earn it. Yeah, not everybody's in, and then you weed them out. But anyway, all right, we had some some big a big meet that took place. The New Balance Invitational. New Balance Invitational at, uh, what was that, uh, Farmington? Yeah, it was at Farmington. Nice facility over there. Love that track. Uh, the way it's laid out, great stuff over there. They run a great meet. I love that meet. 40 teams rolled into town. Across the, the state. Across the state for that that meet. A lot of Southeast Michigan. A lot, lot of OAA teams there. A ton of OAA. Um, you got some Macomb. You got uh, a lot of Southeast uh, Michigan teams from uh Ann Arbor, Tecumseh was there, right? So I heard a rumor Coldwater was there. Coldwater? Really? They, I don't know if they were there or not. Well, here, let me pull it up. So, anyway, we had some results. That was a big meet. And these big meets are fantastic um, gauges at this time of year. It's set up like a regional meet, right? Large amount of teams are in there. Large amount of teams Going against really, really good competition. But it's much larger than a regional meet. Oh, it is, by... By, leaps by, and by, by leaps about and bounds. by about ten teams. By leaps and bounds. <laughs> so yeah, it was uh, an amazing meet. Um, the weather conditions, Sammy, I, it couldn't have been more perfect. Uh, you had like sixty when they started prelims. It was like sixty-two degrees, slight breeze, um, not a cloud in the sky. And as the day warmed up, I think it got to sixty-six degrees. Um, perfect temperatures. A little tailwind, so some uh, times were adjusted because of the tailwind. But anyway. Right. Uh, OAA teams put on a show, and not only just OAA teams, but Lake Orion men's and women's team went out and did what? They won both. They took them, took forty teams to well, thirty nine teams to the woodshed, and both the men's and women's teams took home the W. Well, the meet boys meet was a lot closer than people. It indicated. was closer, but still, I mean, wow. But when you look at here, I'll get the scores. You ready? Let's, yes. Let's well, look at other teams first beside Lake Orion. Well, yeah, I'm just going to go down to uh, what were the top five teams. Mm -hmm. Is that cool? Yeah. Okay, on the men. You're right. It was a lot closer than I thought. Lake Orion, 61 points. Clinton Township, they were fantastic. Chippewa Valley. Chippewa Valley, uh, 54 points. Ann Arbor Huron for third, 52 points. Farmington, 47. And Clarkston with 40. All bunched up there in the top five. Okay. And that's on the men's side. Okay, what were the impress? I mean, like, when you look at... Farmington, of course, home track. Um, you know their strengths of throws, obviously, with Jordan oh, Turner. Yeah. yeah. Of course, in the shot and discus. I know he took I know he um he took a um I know he took second in the shot another disc. Yeah. Um and then I think he won okay, in the shot. Okay, let's go down to the throwers. Let's take a peek. I mean, Ben Haas of Clarkson L took second through forty eight. Um Ben Haas, I mean, I saw him on um I officiated his meet on him. Wednesday. Uh, we're talking shot put? Yes, I officiated his meeting Wednesday. All right. Um, Jordan Turner is more than just a thrower, too, right? Yeah. Uh, so he went 48. Remember, he's a linebacker for Farmington, too. 48-1 to take the win as a junior. Uh, ben Clarkson's Haas. Ben Haas, a sophomore, 48-5 as a PR. Now, 48-1 for Turner, that wasn't even a PR. No. I've um, seen him throw 50. 
Uh, Sebastian Marcoux for Lake Orion, 46-1 at fourth place. And so, you know, a lot of OA represented there in the top 10. Troy's uh, Benjamin uh, Buya. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it is. I know him. I know him. He did uh, 43 3 for ninth. And so, you know, almost half of the, the top 10 were OA teams. And yeah. like maybe a top 20 had to be in the OA. Uh, yeah, we got a Royal Oak rolling in there. I know Jesus Cruz That's, took 21. Uh, Cody, Cody Ramick from Royal Oak was 19th. Uh, uh, Cruz for Lake Orion was 16th. Um, yeah. Beverly, uh, Groves, we had uh, Tariq Hurd. Tariq Hurd, yep. Yeah, he was 14th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rochester's David Robinson was 13th. And that's it. So a lot of names. In, uh, a lot of well-known red. names in the uh, red. Yes. A lot of well-known names there. Correct. And I think, you know, for Farmington, that was their strength coming in was going to be the throws. I mean, you know, when you look at Farmington, I mean, they got – I mean, they were going to score big in the field events, of course. Yeah. Not only – you have them in the throws with Turner, but you have Val Pallet in the disc in the um, in the girls' side of things, you know, mm. to go along with their partner, Crown Cecilia Norris. I mean, those are two very dynamic throwers. And then, of course, with Seaholm. Seaholm's another, because we talk about Seaholm with their distance problems. Yes, yes. But they got a throwing threat. Michaela sure. Rawls. Yep, and Michaela uh, Rawls. She, the senior came in second in the throw in the shot put, 38 6, but Farmington. Val Pallet. Wow, uh, Valadine. Val Pallet, I call uh, Pal- Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Val Pallet, 42-7. She threw, you know, she's learned, di- she threw spin in middle school. Wow. She threw the spin in middle school. Mastered 40, it well. 42-7 as a sophomore, Sammy. That's crazy. She mastered her, her spin in middle Good school. Good for her. That's fantastic. Who else do we have there? Groves was seventh, uh, uh, was it? Micaiah Lipsy, Lipsy. was 7th, through, throwing 35-8 for Beverly Hills Groves. Uh, Bloomfield Hills' uh, Chloe Spencer was 10th at 34-7. And that's the top 10. So one, and Seahome, we talked about Seahome. One, two, three, four, four of the top 10 women throwers in the put. So... I mean, OAA, absolutely, against really tough teams. Ann Arbor Skyline, to go outside the OAA, on the men's and women's side, they were putting up numbers. And the women, their sprints were crazy. They were doing very well. Uh, And the relays, they stacked uh, stacked up a lot of points early. Uh, But the Lake Orion women kind of chipped away at it and just a lot of victories. And that goes to my next point. You know, let's talk talk Lake Orion. Um, Let's go with the girls first. Um, the balance on this team is pretty much ridiculous. The word ridiculous. <laughs> you know, yeah. I look at Lake Orion, and people have asked me about: Can this team compete with Oak Park in a dual meet? Can they compete with Oak Park in a I dual meet? I don't know. I I think this team can. Well, they can compete with them because they've done it in the past. Was it uh, the balance? Ox- you know, if Oxford Invitation. Because if it comes down to a meet of balance, you got to give an edge to Dragons there. Even though Oak Park's got a lot of top tier athletes. Yeah, but Oak Park's bringing the distance. I mean, they're getting better on their distance side of things, uh, as as opposed to in the past. Um, I, the throws, I'd have to look. I, the throws are very suspect. I know in the girls, okay. the boys are getting better. Well, here at the uh, the New Balance uh, meet, here are the top five scores and places. Okay. Lake Orion takes top honors with 93 points. 
Uh, Ann Arbor Skyline was second with 68.5. And they rode that that number for a good, I think, at reporting uh, at eight the eighth event of the mm-hmm. meet. That's where they were at, and they pretty much And then it pretty much packed. came down the field that, events. That was it. Field you events. You said their field events. Field events me. and um, just, like we said, balance. I mean, for like Orion just kind of you know, just picked them apart. Uh, Clinton Township, Chippewa Valley was fifth, uh, third with 51 points. Clarkston, 46 points. Uh, they were fourth. Uh, Plymouth Salem came in fifth with 45.5 points. That's the team I want to speak about. Is I know we talked Clarkston a little bit last week. Yeah. Um, when you look at the Wolves, the state of the Wolves. Yeah, um, and comparing, I mean, the dual meet that Lake Orion had with them. Had with them. It, and then, and then of course, looking at the New Balance, New Balance Invitational. Yeah. New Balance, uh, I mean, in a regional format, Clarkson seems to do a little better because uh, – Everything's balanced out. It is. You can mix and match. You get other teams taking points from other areas. But in a dual meet setting, Lake Orion clobbered them uh, by the largest margin of victory in a dual meet this year, which I was shocked. Really, really shocked. Um, and Lake Orion was undefeated in the OA Red dual meet season. Um, the, the usual suspects were there. Uh, for Clarkston, the Wolves, the right. seniors, the you know, Ferg- a strong yeah, senior yeah, class Fer- and yeah, distance. Ferguson's, the Ferguson's, you Ferguson's, have Nolan, and uh, and Nolan, right, and Elizabeth Dalrymple. So, what did they do? At they they did had a nice showing at New Balance. So for regionals, it gives you go okay, maybe they'll they'll be back for regionals and they'll they'll put they're going to put uh, kids into the state finals. But it, there's just something off about them. I don't know if it's mixing a match. They got some injuries, missing some bodies. And here's the thing that with Ke- Coach Kevin Greenstein. Yeah. The thing we talked about, and I remember calling the broadcast with you a couple years ago. Yeah. And it comes down the word balance. Yes. Balance. Yes. You know, yeah. you look at Lake Orion and you look at Clarkson. The problem Clarkson has in the last few years has been their lack of balance. Yes. Because you can have all the distance runners. You can have the Fergusons. You can have the Dawimples. You can have the um, Nolans. But if you don't have that type of balance, you're not going anywhere. And when we're talking balance, just so if you're listening, you know, you're not sure what we're, we're talking about. We, we talked the, the track talk. So balance is you can do anything. Right. You've got them in the sprints. You got them in the distance. You got them in the throws. You got them in the specialties and all these different things. And you can mix and match. Mm-hmm. So the 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 power that is Lake Orion women's team for the last this is going on third year uh, under Coach Dave Hudson's. I mean, this is a dominant stretch here for the women's uh, the Lady Dragons. Is that you have two runners for Lake Orion that can. Kill you in the 100-meter sprints if you wanted to. They can do the 100-meter hurdles. They can do the 300-meter hurdles. They can do the 200-meters. They can do the 400-meters. That's just two people. Yeah, I know. They could even do people. the 800, I bet, if you made them do it. That's two And people. the 4x1, right? Their 4x1 right. is uh, is dangerous. That's just two people. It's Melissa Simons and Maddie Eaton. Right. Both Division One commits, uh, Simons to Wisconsin and Eaton to U of M. That alone, in a regional meet, that is crazy, crazy points, right? That's, yeah. But that's the Oak Park model. Remember when they won the state title? They did it with six girls. Right. You right. know? Six people. Right. So it and can Pine be done. a couple years ago did that. Yes. You, you don't have to have a lot of people. But now you have the up-and-comer sophomore 
Sophie Novak for the Dragons, yep. who just went a meet record at the New Balance in the 1600 meters going uh, 454. Mm-hmm. So she's aiming for a top three finish at state meet, potentially, in the 1600 meters. Not only that, but she went out and won the 800 meters in a, a 215 or 216, I think it was, right? Eh. And then I think she ran the four by four. I have to check that. But anyway, they got them loaded there. But then you got the relays. And, we're, and the, you know, the relays are so balanced top to bottom that you even have the, you got your elites, you got your sub-elites, and your up, the up-and-comers are good enough to run in the varsity heats to compete. That right? is the definition of balance. Balance and depth. I mean, it's nuts. And I think that's been the issue that Clarkson's had. You know yes. what I mean? And I think that's something that, um, you know, and I think when you look at the pipeline, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I, I, I've looked at the pipeline, and I don't know if I see any of them right now. They, they always pull, I mean, they've got some quality underclassmen on the Clarkson women's side. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're making their presence felt. Uh, they did at the Oakland Invite, or uh, um, Oxford Invitational, excuse me. And they'll be a force. They'll be a force, um, yes. Because they, they always develop them. The cross-country teams at the middle school levels are always really good. So on the women's side, but like we said, you can't win it all with just distance, distance runs. You can't win it all with distance runs. you got to have sprints. you got to have field events. you got to have yeah. jumpers. you got to have them all. Yeah, correct. <laughs> and that's something that's really been bothering me, a team like Clarkson. <laughs> Now, a team I'm curious to see, a team that wasn't at the New Balance Invitational, yeah. was Adams. Mm-hmm. You know, Adams and Stony Creek are the two teams that that yes. are going to be really dangerous teams. Correct. And if we're looking at, let's say, the OAA Red-White Championship. So if you don't know, they, they combine them. So it's more of a true, as it is, I'm quoting one of the uh, OAA coaches saying, it's more of a true league meet this year. Let's so, preview that. Let's preview that after, later on. Okay. Let's so do we, later on. So anyway. So yeah, Adams, uh, they're a tough team. They gave the Lake Orion women run for their money. Lake Orion still won, but it was it was close, right? Or closer, I should mm-hmm. say. But yes, you're right. In Stony Creek, I still I'm a big fan of Stony Creek. I like what Paul Duffy's done with that yep. team. And I like what he's done with that team. Correct. And at the Oxford Invitational and stuff like that, and the other invites we've seen them at, they've had strong showings. I mean, I'm telling you, that is a team I'm really, really watching at regional is Stony Creek. That is a, um, and I've got a lot of praise for Paul Duffy's team for what he has done with that yep. team in both boys and girls. Well, let's, uh, you know, before we move on to anything else, we, how's our time? Good, 34 minutes. So I'm think, I want to at least go over some of the results of New Balance. We kind of chatted about this. I'd love for you guys to hear what happened. So, um, in the events uh, th- that I'm just going to call attention to, um, where we the OA did really well in 200 meters. Nope, uh, Ann Arbor. Geez, boy, Ann Arbor, Huron, and Skyline in the sprints—they were dominant. Well, they so, have a lot of fast athletes down there in Ann Arbor. They do. Um, so let's go with, uh, like we mentioned, Sophie Novak for the women. She was a champion in the 800 meters. Melissa uh, Simons took the hurdles. 215 to two already. And that, and then uh, how did Seaholm's um distance runner do? Seaholm, Audrey Diadamo, two sixteen, and she was dominant at the Oxford Invitational. Right. And Sophie had a battle. I mean, they, I heard it was a back and forth affair. Sophie, I think, led wire to wire, but Diadamo is a true force, and I cannot wait to see these two go head to head for two more years. They're both sophomores. Um, Farmington had a Abby Carey, uh, Carvey, 
was third in the 200 meter or 800 meters at 216.87. So you had three all bunched up. And then Stony Creek, um, Zeal, Allison Zeal, the senior, was there. She went 219, right? Dalrymple from Clarkston went 219. All I'm a little su- packed in there, dude. I'm a little surprised that, um, you know, with Dalrymple there in the 800s, 800 especially. Not necessarily. It was used to be thirty-two, and the and the, she's focusing in on the mile. Okay. But well, like we said, they have to throw them in anywhere right. they can, and she right. got that's points because of the balance issue. Right? Yeah. And for her to go sub twenty, that's a, it's a good it's sign. Not bad. Um. So the eight hundred meters in the OAA, red and well, white and whatever <laughs> loaded. I mean, they qualified so many kids last year that made the standard at regionals. It was nuts. Um, not only that, but the four by eight hundred relays just a year ago were so stacked. I think they sent four or five relays just because they all made the standard. It's that fast. And on the guys, let's see what we have here. Eight hundred meters. Stony Creek. Sam Tarling did great. One fifty eight. He finished runner up. Um, two seconds behind uh, um, Chippewa Valley's uh, Terrence Brooks Jr., who went a. 156. My word, that is fast. 1600 meters for the girls. Sophie Novak, five or four fifty-four eight. Broke the school record. Broke the school record and the New Balance meet record. And the standard is, I think, the third fastest in the state this year. Dalrymple was a second with 501. Um, Rochester Stony Creek, Jesse uh Shamanek was sixth at a 5.12. Grace Nolan, not known for her mile running for Clarkston. She was uh, seventh at 5.13. But she took her anger out in the 3,200-meter run. Oh, she did. Absolutely did that. Um, 1,600 meters for the guys. Andrew Nolan for Lake Orion takes the W in, I want to say, dominating fashion, but the junior went 4.19.96. First time on their 4.20. The place was going crazy as he was rolling down that finish line. The, fa- the faithful, the track faithful. Oh, yeah. They know what's going on. When you're busting the 420, um, I think the fellow from Rochester last year went 416 or something. So they, they the, a lot of knowledgeable track fans around uh, uh, at this meet. Um, Clarkston's Sean Slater was fifth in the mile at uh, 424. And then Favaza, a hundredth of a second behind his teammate in sixth place at 424-1-1. So stacked in the mile, the distance, guys. Grace Nolan for Clarkston, unbelievable run. She was 10-51. 10-51. I think in the 5K indoor, she was national runner-up at the uh, national, new, uh, national titles New Balance indoor. So she's going to Oakland University next year. Fantastic surprise. The last two years, her career has just been unbelievably well, remember, off she the was probably the most underrated of the crew. Oh, underrated last year. Completely. She went out and blew out the field in the, in the 32, and then she's continued it on. It I just, mean, everybody talks about the Darwimples and yeah. the Fergusons over there. Uh, yeah, uh, Grace Nolan has put on a show mm-hmm. the last uh, 12 months. Um, who else do we have in the 32? Rochester's uh, Bulat, Elizabeth Bulat, the senior. Was seventh at eleven twenty seven. That's a season record, but we know she'll go lower. Mm-hmm. She's that good. Uh, Allison Sherman for Lake Orion was ninth, coming back off an of injury. Only I think her third run of the season, and it was respectable. Eleven forty nine for ninth. Um, let's see what else do we have here. Thirty two hundred meters for the guys. Um, Lake Orion's Andrew Nolan. After coming that crazy mile, he rolls into a uh, fourth place. 942. So he goes 942 after running 419. 
That's amazing. Um, Clarkston's uh, Mark uh, Sprague, fifth place. Nice job for him at 943. Looks like it was a nice tight. Oh, Royal Oak. I, I forgot Royal Oak. Uh, Drew uh, uh, Meinke, I think that's his name, was second. He was runner up in the 32. 934, 35, a PR. Those guys are flying. 100 meter hurdles on the women's side. Melissa Simons, Lake Orion, uh, defending state champion at 300 meters. She was first. In a meet record, 14.61. Um, Grace Johnson was runner-up, 14.99. Grace Johnson from Clarkson? From Troy. Oh, Troy. Troy's hurdlers out of nowhere. I knew uh, Troy was good. I knew they were good. But, wow. I mean, 14.99, and she'll go lower. She's just a junior. Maddie Eaton from Lake Orion. Again, the one-two punch in the mm-hmm. hurdles for Lake Orion women. 15.12, not a season record, not a PR nope. for Maddie, and you know she can go quicker. I think Hudson was just stacking points at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do we have? Seaholm, Carly Mixon uh, was sixth at 15.98 in the 100-meter hurdles uh, for the OAA. Um, 100 meter, 110 hurdles for the guys. What can you say? I know. Lake Thomas Orion's Mormon. Thomas Mormon set the meet record. Uh, they have him as 14.52. Uh, I guess when aided, he was below 14, so they attacked on the 1.2 or uh, 1.5 seconds whoa, to whoa, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Time out, time out, time out. <laughs> why would you have the win aid? Isn't that the win? They had a tailwind. Why would they? Why the, would they? They handicapped it here. It says uh, uh, 1.5. That's terrible. So he's a 14.52, but still registered the fastest time in the state this year. Uh, but give it to the OAA. Cameron Wright from Rochester. He was right behind him in second place at fifteen one six. I can and only imagine that race in the in the in the league meet between Mormon, oh. Shane Ross, Savoxford, and Rochester. Well, Ross was the only one that really pushed Mormon at all this year. I mean, and it was in the hundred meters, it was close. Three hundred meters, it was close until the hundred meter remained and Mormon turned on the Jets but he's the one that from Oxford that's given him the closest mm-hmm. and we should see what's coming up here this week uh, with those guys so uh Kataro Siguchi from Rochester the junior went 15.22 for third place in the uh in in the 110 hurdle so you know well represented 300 meter hurdles uh Lauren Fulcher surprise win in the 300 meters maybe maybe oh. not she is beat Simons and Eaton. That's shocking. Beat Simons and Eaton. Not only that, Maddie Eaton was runner up. But here are the scores. This is how tight it was. Fulcher ran a 44-1-1 for Troy, finishing first. Maddie Eaton, 44-2-4, second. Uh, PR for Maddie Eaton. Melissa Simons, Ooh. season record, 44-3-9. One tenth of a second separating Ooh. all three of the top three finishers. Yeah. But then again, you have if he, uh, Troy got the 10, but Lake <laughs> Orion got 14. Yes. And then Clarkston rolled in doing, uh, they had seventh, Shea Harbaugh. Starting to hear her name quite a bit. The junior doing uh, well in the hurdles. She was seventh, 46.95. And that's pretty much it for the OA. But good performance. OA top three. Good Crazy. performances. Yep. And like we said, Simons is run, uh, defending state champion 300 meter hurdles. Guys, 300 meter hurdles, who again? Thomas Mormon. Mm-hmm. No wind aided listing here, okay. so it's legit. Thirty-seven eight seven, fastest time in the state and a meet record. Uh, let's see, Rochester Hill Stony Creek was behind him, a distant three seconds behind Tom Mormon. Ben Blanchett went forty point four seven, so two and some change behind him. 
Uh, who else? Rochester, Kataro Suguchi again. Nicely done. He's fifth place, 40.77. Uh, who else do we have in here? That's about it. Uh, Mitchell Duffy for Lake Orion uh, finished 13th. That's a, a, a Farmington. Let's see. A, a freshman Farmington finishing 10th. Larry Edwards, 42.86. So, eh, good day for the OAA. Good day, day for the OAA. New balance. Realize I want to go through all the relays. There's a million of them. But we talked about pole vaulting and jumps and balance and all that good stuff. It's it's a big deal. All right. Now, let's go. What's what's the preview the league meets coming up this yep. week. They're going to be taking place on Thursday. Correct. Weather permitting. Um, well, don't even get going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's supposed to storm. Let's go with the blue gold meet first. That's yeah, who, who, are, who are the participants? Um, yeah. The teams that are playing there are West Bloomfield, Farmington, North Farmington, Grove, Seaholme, Oak Park, Hazel Park, Ferndale, Pontiac, Harrison, Berkeley, and Royal Oak mm-hmm. are in there. Oak um, Park takes it. <laughs> but... I think Oak Park's going to have some trouble. Think so? I think they will. I mean, we mentioned, let's go with the boys first. Um, We've already given it to Oak Park, you know what I mean? But I think Farmington could give them trouble, especially in the distance, in the the throws, um, in the field events. I think they could give them trouble there. Okay. Um, Royal Oak could give them some trouble. I mean, Royal Oak in the past has given Oak Park some trouble, some fits. Um, But... I think it's going to come down to, but you're right on Oak Park. I think it's going to be too much Oak Park there. But West Bloomfield could yeah. give them some problems too. They got some sprinting, sprinting presence too. Yes. Yeah, so I have I have the region seven up, and I know we got mix and match. But I'm just looking. Right. Um, Groves, uh, the top sprinter in the hundred meters is uh, uh, Groves Ralph Donaldson at ten eight two. Oak Park is seated fifth currently, fifth and seventh though. Right with Farmington yeah. thrown in for good measure yeah. at third, so you know that's going to be a battle. Uh, Two hundred meters. What do we have? Uh, Groves sitting. They got the second seated fastest time. Uh, it goes Groves, Farmington, Oak Park, and then you have a whole mess of uh, Southfield uh, AT A and T. Oh, I forgot to mention Southfield. Yeah. Southfield's there too. Southfield A and T. Yeah, too. they did. Forgot to mention. Yeah, them. so. They in the top there. 10, they're loaded in the region mm-hmm. with those guys. So there's talent there. I oh, mean, there's definitely talent. They're I forgot make some to noise. mention Southfield. For yeah. those in Southfield, I apologize. Yeah, and Southfield's doing a nice job. I mean, they got uh, the number nine sprinter uh, in the 100 meters. 200 meters, they've got the 8th, ninth, and 10th sprinters in the 200 meters. 400 meters, Oak Park has. Yeah. Southfield has the second. I, I, Southfield. I think Southfield's got a chance. <laughs> I know. As I'm looking, this, Southfield's got a chance. They do, and they go to the 800 meters. Oak Park's got the, the number four seed. Uh, who else is in there? Farmington's in there. Farmington's in there. Farmington's yep. got the number two seed. Sea Holmes yep. got the number <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, Groves and Sea in there. But yeah, I'm so, telling you, watch out for <laughs> Southfield. I think Southfield's going to give Oak Park problems. We start looking at the numbers, and you're going, "Wow, wow. South AT and T going to give the uh, Oak Park guys some A and T." Sorry, not AT and I was just A&T. I was just working Arts with AT and T this morning. Sorry, dude. So yeah, wow. How about the hurdles? What are we looking at? Um, Farmington. It's got the top away this is time be in the really region. Interesting over there at Oak Park. It'll be really yeah. interesting. <laughs> it's it's funny how it creeps up on you. We were just saying, oh, Oak Park, you know, world beaters, and then you go, oh, uh, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, Southfield's <laughs> got a chance here. Yep. Um. Let's see. Hurdles. It's it. Farmington owns hurdles. 
Yep. This could be a back-and-forth affair, Sam. This could be. I think that would be in the boys. I think it would be. Four by 100 relay. Farmington's got the top seeded. West Bloomfield's got the second. Groves is the third. Southfield fourth. Oak Park could, seventh. Could this be? This could be a balanced this could be a ba- uh, battle. battle, yeah. Four by two. Farmington's one. Oak Park is two. Southfield is three. How close Who are do they? You got? All within a tenth of a second of one another. Who do you got winning that boys side? Ooh, uh, now I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I would say Farmington's you said get, Oak Park earlier. I know, but I'm thinking I'm thinking Farmington might have a shot at this thing and A and T. I think Farmington is gonna. I think I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm You're say, going Farmington. Yeah, I'm gonna say Farmington because they got throwers, don't they? I apologize to those at Oak Park. I think I'm. That. I'm think I'm gonna go Farmington. I'm gonna take Oak Park by the rear of their chinny chin chins. Yeah, it's gonna be close. I'm gonna take Oak Park. I'm looking here. I'm like, Farmington's got guys in every event. But Southfield's going to – I think Southfield and Farmington are both going to score points. They're going to score oh, a ton. Oh, yes. Groves is a wild card. Groves is an X factor. Sammy. Unless they – you know, and the numbers can be deceiving, as we know. Right. Especially listed because they mix and match different runners right. in and out. Right. And, you know, some – like we said – But some, it wouldn't surprise me if Southfield wins at me or no, Farmington. Or Farmington. No, I think it's a – I think it's too close to call. I'm going to say too close to call, Sam, but I'm going to go Farmington. Let's go the girls' one. Yes. This one's going to be. Wow, that did, that's completely that was, different. That was, I didn't plan on that one. You didn't plan on that one. You thought um, it would be an Oak Park route. Yeah, and we're at about 49 minutes. Okay. Okay, let's so. Go, yeah, okay. Let's so go girls. Yeah, women, Oak Park. Uh, let's say in the, uh, the the sprints, Oak Park or West Bloomfield's uh, seated first with a Caitlin Rush um, in the 100 meters. Do you see anybody touching Oak Park, though? I'm I'm going down. So Oak Park's got the third and fifth fastest sprinter. Um, West Bloomfield's in there, but they have multiples. 200 meters. Oak Park is seated second and third and tenth. Um, and this in the region, right? So if you right. get rid of all these, region. you get all these we're other teams out of the leagues. way. We're basing on we're basing on regions. Yep. So if we wipe the teams that aren't in the leagues, you tells you Oak Park's yep. rolling on the 400 meters. They've got the second and third fastest and fifth fastest. <laughs> Uh, in the 400 meters in the women. In the 800 meters, Seaholm has the top. D- Dom, what are you going to do? Yeah. Farmington is right behind her with an Abby Carvey. Oak Park is third. Um, Birmingham, Seaholm in the mile. That's pretty much a foregone conclusion. Diadamo is a 455 best. But she hasn't run that since. That no. was indoors, too. Um, let's see what else we got. That's about it. No, Oak Park, no. Farmington's good showing in the distance. 3,200 meters, Oak Park doesn't have anybody uh, in the top 10. 100-meter uh, hurdles, number one. Oak Park. Uh, uh, Asia uh, Laurentian, she's yeah. fantastic. 1,404 in 100 meters. Uh, and Oak Park has the fifth. So you're looking at they could go 1-3. They could go 1-4, you know, in multiple events. 300 meters, they have the top three places in that region <laughs> Huge points. Ouch. Yeah, so, no, I think, I mean, just in that alone, I mean. I, you don't think Seaholm <laughs> had a chance against Oak Park or no, Royal Oak? Uh, no. Yeah. I, yeah. No, I think they're okay. stacked. I mean, they're stacked. And I even got into the relays. They got the number two relay behind Renaissance. So, um, okay. Oak Park's got the number one, two, four by two. Oak Park's got the number two, four by four. Okay. No, no, yeah, if I mean, you're not going and not only Park. that, by like they got uh, Farmington seated third, but they're like 17 seconds behind Oak Park. If you're not picking Oak Park in the in the girls' side, then 
Yeah, yeah. you're not paying attention. You're not paying attention. Yeah. So you gotta go. Oak they Park. are still stacked, and they're, they're not. They're not just doing it with seniors. They've got freshmen and sophomores. And that's a credit that are, to Giles' system. Absolutely. Credit to Giles' system. Yeah. Um, let's go to the red-white meet. Um, okay. This should be an interesting one. Uh-huh. Let's go. You want to go girls first or guys first? Um, Let's do. Well, got girls. Let's go girls. I mean, that's. Yeah, ladies first. Ladies first. Okay. So. Um, when I look at this one. <laughs> keep an eye on Troy. Keep an eye on Clarkston. Keep an eye, but big one. I'm keeping an eye on Stony Creek. Yes. Could they threaten the Dragons' reign? Um, I don't see it because it, it, if you're looking, if we're comparing Oak Park, right, the way we did. Mm -hmm. I'm in women's here in the region again. In the region, Lake Orion has in the hundred meter dash, uh, Maddie Eaton. Top seed if she runs, but you they also said, but they you, also have the seventh. Right, you got Maddie Eaton, you got you got Sophie Novak, you got um Melissa Simon. Who's gonna win? Uh, so, uh, Sophie's the fastest up here in. No, you got Novak, Eaton, and Simon. Simon's three. That's three. Those are multiple win potentials. And then of course you have a long jump threat. Yes, and well, pole vault doesn't count in the league, no. but the long jump threat. You have a long jump threat. Multiple high You do high have jump. a throw threat if Cassie Morneau play, throws well. Correct. And then the relays are stacked with Simons, Eaton, Novak, plus other D1 runners that we haven't even talked about. Right? You think nobody's touching the Dragons? No, I think Lake Orion takes it. And then the boys' side of things. This is where it's going to get really uh, interesting. This is going to be tough because uh, Adams gave Lake Orion men a run they for the money. Em. They tied them. And that's at full strength. <laughs> Dragons have been down a couple sprinters and right. a 400 meter runners, right? So some guys have stepped in, but I think this is going to be close. I think it's Adams, Oxford, Lake Orion battling it out. Yeah, I see that, but Stony Creek, keep an eye on them. Yeah, Stony Creek. Let's take a look at the region stuff. We're at 53. We're good. Good on time so far. Uh, where's Stony Creek fall in? Uh, they Stony Creek does has one person in the top 10 in the 100 meters. Um, they've got two in the 200 meters at, uh, fifth seed and seventh seed <laughs> Bloomfield Hills is loaded in there. My word. They got three in the top 10 in the 200 meters, 400 meters, uh, nobody 800 Stony Creek's a uh, distance running coming in. They've got the third runner, uh, third seed in the region behind Oxford. Scott, uh, Matterson is from Oxford, Masterson, uh, yep. Madison or er, Masterson. He's seated second, but Sam Tarling is right behind him for Stony Creek. Uh, but there's not multiples, right? They're not stacking so multiples. So you think Ruby Hills could be a threat too, maybe? They could, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see them stacking multiples. Clarkston stacking multiple guys in the distance events. Um, Oxford can do it. There's the relays. Oxford relays really put on a display at the Oxford invite, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a little tighter. Um, and I think it's between Adams, uh, Oxford, Lake Orion. I think so. I think those are the three that that uh, are all one, one A, one B. All right, I'm gonna put you in the spot. Who's taking it? Oh gosh, I'm gonna say Adams. You like Adams? Yeah. I'm gonna take Lake Orion because if Campbell, if if Knight comes back, yeah. And if they're holding them for if that, they're holding them for that. If if Coach Danforth's holding for that, I think Lake Orion wins this close. Uh, it, Even though it's Oxford's home track. Well, you didn't give me that option if they were coming back. If they're back, I agree. But I, I 
I think Lake Orion wins this in the boys. I really do, but closer than the experts think. I think it's within five points. It could be, it's single digits. I I, think it's going to be single digits. Yeah, I think it's going to be single digits. Crazy, crazy. It's fun, and this is the fun. Like we, like Sam said at the start of this, if you like track and field, yes, this is the one. Um, oh, regionals. Uh, regional reg- preview. We're yeah. going to preview that next week. Yep, just a heads up. Region 9, which is uh, region nine, a lot of Southeast Region Southeast 9, Michigan. Region 7, I think Region 12, Region 15 in Division 2. Okay. I know there's Ferndale's there, Harrison's there, Pontiac's there. Yep, Region 9's at Lake Orion High region School. Lake Orion TV High cameras School. will be on display. Beautiful. We'll be there. And then, of course, you have Region 7. Of course, I think that. And then, of course, I think I think they sent Troy and Troy Athens out east, I think. I got to look at the regional. Ooh, yes. I don't think they're. I, I think they're heading to Macomb County. Yes. They're not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're not in this So we got to preview that one, too. Yeah. So we got to preview that one. Yeah. Um, and that's coming up. I can't believe it's right. region time already. It's it crazy. is. crazy. Getting really close. Crazy. And, uh, hey, uh, for all the listeners out there, yes, we, we had a lot of content to get through. No breaks. No. We didn't take one break. No breaks. <laughs> <laughs> no breaks. We had a lot to get to. We didn't even pump the brakes. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. I know. All right. Well, that was... Uh, That'll wrap it up this week. I think week. so, yeah. Creeping Wish everybody best of luck this week. Um, keep an eye on... We're keeping an eye on the um, storylines around the area. Keep an eye on the blog at sammysemicolon2minuteblogspot.com. Um, also, keep an eye on baseball, softball, lacrosse information going around the entire league. So keep an eye on that. And girls soccer. Forgot to mention Absolutely. that. Um, so I'm Sam Sweeney. I'm signing off here. Take care. See you on next week, everybody. Thank you, Sam. Boy Now is produced by Sammy Termian. The views on this show are his and his alone. If you'd like to make your own podcast, give Owen TV a call at 248-393-1060. That's it for Oi Now. We'll see you next week. See ya.